eye for an eye, a mouth for an ass, tooth for a tooth. Put your mouth on my butt. It's the human centipede. Welcome to The Center Cut. I am Dave. And I am Michael. And we are here today to talk about the human centipede. I just want to wish all our wonderful listeners a wonderful holiday. I hope your uh, your holidays were great and a happy new year. I mean that for only our listeners. Anyone else not listening to our podcast can suck it. I wholeheartedly agree. Now, I guess before we get into this movie, I think it warrants a disclaimer the movie is Human Centipede, so if you're not in for some fecal flamboyance, you might want to not listen to this episode. Also, if you have an obsession with bugs, unfortunately, no actual centipedes in this one. Hey, Michael, what are we doing here? We watched the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes of The Human Centipede, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to recap it. We're going to figure out what happened in the middle, and you're going to be along for the ride. Thank God we only had to watch the beginning and end of this movie. But The Human Centipede, let me uh, let me clarify. This is the first sequence. It was released in 2009, got a 4.4 out of 10 on IMDb, and a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. So not a great reception out of the gate. It was written by, and directed by Thomas Six. The budget for this movie was 1.5 million euros. In the box office, it only brought in 187 euros. Correct that, 187,000 euros. <laughs> and the thing that really ended up making this movie any money was DVD sales. For some insane reason, it has over $2 million in DVD sales. But I think we have a question this week that we'd like to go over before we start the recap. We do. On Twitter, as we've discussed in the last episode, if you want to send us a question, we're here to take them and talk about it on the show. We did get a question this week from loyal follower Kay. She actually uh, was a follower on a previous podcast that I did. Dave, you can suck it. And Kay's great. So her question is, um, what what possessed you to choose this movie? Don't get me wrong. I'm going to love your review because I have no desire to watch this film. So yeah, that's my question. Why this movie? It's a great question, Kay. Dave, why this movie? Oh, I get to start. Well, that's that is a great question. I agree. We here at the Center Cut, as, through our hours and hours and years and years of research, we're trying our best to make sure that we get a wide array of different genres of entertainment. And this just felt like the next logical choice to me. I don't know about you, Mike. Yeah. So for me, the reason is when I was a kid, probably my favorite toy was that Play-Doh barbershop. And you just push the Play-Doh through and it comes out like little pieces of spaghetti. And that's what this movie makes me feel like. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. Cool. Good talk. So yeah, that's that's why we chose this movie, Kay. Because of the spaghetti Play-Doh, if it wasn't already obvious. Mike, why don't you recap this movie for us? Sure thing, David. So we open at a rest stop of sorts adjacent to a highway behind the credits. This movie starring Dieter Laser. 
The director of photography's name is Goof, and the music's composed by a savage. We're off to a great start. <laughs> Mr. Laser is chilling in his car, caressing photos of both a dog sniffing another dog's butt, and then three dogs eating each other's assholes. That is an accurate depiction of what actually happens in the movie. We're already off to a fucking wild start. Yeah, this movie really came out of the come out of the box with a bang. I'm curious on what your thoughts are. Do you think that Mr. Laser created this dog being or do you think it happened to be just some weird like genetic thing that happened that made him love long lines of humans connected? There's no possible way that it came out of the dog mother's uterus or whatever however reproduction works. There's no way that it came out of that naturally. That is something that he created. Yeah, but I'm also thinking that in the image, it seems like those those dogs are perfectly fine, like they died of old age. And what would be surprising to me is that that wasn't Mother Nature who somehow found a way to make those dogs live in that way. No possible way. You are out of your mind. So a trucker pulls up behind Mr. Laser to take a dump in the woods. And Dieter follows him, hiding a rifle in his trench coat just to pull it right back out to shoot him while he does his duty. I, for one, have never shit in the woods. The one time I did watch one of my neighbor's kids defecate in our backyard and wipe his ass with his own hand. And then I wrote a section of my memoir about it. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Can I clarify the word watched? Yes. You watched a child shit in the backyard and continued to watch long enough to see him use his own hand as toilet paper. Well, it's kind of one of those train wreck things where like you don't know that what you're watching is what you're watching. And I, like he wasn't showing me any of his private parts or anything like I saw from the side. But yeah, he he shit into his hand and then smeared it all on a on a concrete wall. It was really horrible. Not as horrible as this movie. Smeared it onto a concrete wall. This is I'm learning a lot about you today. I I'm not the one who did it. I was just watching. I'm just saying that a lot of my feelings toward yours are definitely informed by your past experiences. That's fair. After the title card, we do shift to our two female leads, Lindsay and Jenny. We learn we're in Germany and they are prepping for a night at the club. Now, I don't know about you. This is stupid and minor, but when they said when I don't know which girl is which, but I didn't bother to learn that because they're, it's not important what their names are. Jenny's got curly well, hair and Lindsay had the straight hair in the bathroom. Okay, that's helpful. So wait, which one's which again? Yes. So Jenny has the curly hair. She's on the bed. Gotcha. And Lindsay had the straight hair in the bathroom. So when Jenny's on the phone with her friend, she Amy. holds up the gift that she bought. And the first two times I watched this, I thought they were just comically large Twinkies. I couldn't <laughs> figure out what the hell they were. It turns out they're like yellow Dutch boy shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Just comically large Twinkies that you can only get in Germany. Yes. That's what I thought, too. Weird. They obviously won't be making it to the club. No. It's dark. It's rainy. And while out in the middle of nowhere, they get a flat tire. Oh, no. It's it's immediately clear that these actresses are not A, nor B, nor C-list actresses. I mean, I feel bad saying it, but they are are pretty bad. Yeah. they, They said their names a lot, which I know is probably just the writing as well but I felt like they each called each other by their name like eight or nine times in the first 15 minutes of this movie. Mm -hmm. Now, they have no service, and they don't know how to change a tire, nor do I, and they get stumbled upon by a fat, hairy German who is DTF. This is my favorite character. (laughs) His exact lines of dialogue are as follows. Perfect. What's going on, girls? 
I know you girls. I've got a horny video of you at home. You're always wet between your legs, right? I fuck you good and hard. Would you like that? They roll up the window and he stays there for a good minute making motions with his tongue to prove that he's not just a cunning linguist. (laughs) Yeah, this guy was really, really amazing. Now, a question that I had here at this part is, do you think he was just kind of making up the fact that he has pornography at home and there are girls in it and these could be girls? Or do you think these girls are actual pornographers? No possible way. He also has a air freshener shaped like women's breasts hanging from his rearview mirror. I didn't notice that. Yes. I was too busy paying attention to the names. He's pretty great. Legitimately less than 30 seconds after the skeevy guy, three times their size, drives away, they decide to get out of the car and walk through the woods to find help. There's a very, I, very good chance that they he literally saw them in his rearview mirror getting out of their car and running into the woods. It's so dumb. And I, I don't understand the logic either. Like, who are they expecting to find in the forest? An owl? Hoot hoot. Maybe. Maybe it's um, Hedwig. There's a reference Is you're not going to get. I, yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say, what are you talking about? Don't worry about it. I have a whole list of mistakes that these girls made that we can go over after we finish the first portion of this movie here because they were not at the top of their game. No, they were not. Now, they trek through the trees with a tiff along the way, and all of a sudden, a house appears. And when I say all of a sudden a house appears, it really appears out of nowhere, like literal thin air. Yeah, it seems they, like they are deep, deep in the woods. And then they turn around and they're like, oh, there's a house. It's wild. They run to what they think is safe harbor, practically tripping over the gravestone in the yard that reads my sweet three dog in German. <laughs> <laughs> the I thing is, it. though, like had they even seen the gravestone and had they been able to translate it, would you even assume it's three dogs ass to mouth? Like if I just saw a thing that said my sweet three dog, I wouldn't assume the worst. My guess would be a an amputee dog that has three legs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have assumed that it was like a centipede dog. Better name for it might have been a dogapede or C3 Peros or a triple like pitbull. Ah, that was good. I like that. Or like that Snoop, dog, eat, dog, eat, dog. Ooh, there's a good one. What about Triforce? Just because I really like Zelda. Or a poo-poo doodle. <laughs> That's it. We got it. Got it in six. Oh, I'm not done. I'm not done. A German shittered. <laughs> that would. That one was a stretch. A lassoed asshole. It's like a lassa, <laughs> a lassa apso. That lassoed really got me good. I'm glad. They get to the door, and wouldn't you know it, it's our good friend Dieter Laser, and he couldn't be creepier if he tried. Oh my god, it's unbelievable. They found the creepiest actor in the world. He was made for this part. This was his swan song. He invites the girls in, they wetly sit on his nice sofa, and cut. Yeah, so these girls made a number of mistakes before we get into the last 15 minutes of this movie here and i'll recap that in a moment figured we could review some of those real quick let's talk about the first mistake going to germany i don't (laughs) ever travel internationally ever here's the reason haven't they seen taken or taken two or taken three or taken four five and six or taken seven 
or taken aback the prequel or taken aside that choose your own adventure movie where you get to pick between human traffickers and Liam Neeson or Tatekin. It's taken, but the A, K, and E in the middle are an eight, kind of like all those Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> what are they doing traveling internationally and not knowing any languages or how to transact with anyone or do anything? Yeah. And where are they going to a club that's in the middle of the woods? Yeah. And what mistake did Lindsay make trusting Jenny with the directions? Did you see her trying to take directions on the phone? She looked like a confused puppy. Then they rented a VW. That's an obvious mistake. They didn't know how to change a tire. They didn't just sleep with the fat guy and ask for his help after that. I know he was creepy, but it probably would have been better off. Then they get out walking. Then they decide, let's not walk on the road. Let's walk in the woods. Then they go to the her- first house they see. Doesn't matter what's going on. That's the house they want to go into. And then when the dude literally answers the door, door and says, are you alone? You don't turn and run. What is wrong with you? They deserve everything they got. They didn't make a lot of great choices is what I'm saying. <laughs> Let's get into the second half of this movie to see where their choices got them. We open with the creepy guy or Mr. Laser is laying on the floor, kind of out of it, kind of convulsing a little bit. Then we uh, pan over to a a new character, an Asian man at the head of a centipede that is now created by the Asian man and then Lindsay and then Jenny. All connected, mouth to ass, all the way down. This movie. Oh, man. So I kind of knew the premise of the movie, but I didn't know anything else about it. I never would have assumed that they were wearing like adult diapers as part of the configuration. Yeah. I So here's my thought process is that the adult diapers were, seemed to be kind of like bandages because they were just newly attached would be my thought process. I also think, to be honest, those were there on purpose by the filmers of the movie and they needed a way to affix them back to front without actually sewing their faces on other people's asses. So yes. there's some kind of contraption under there. It makes sense. I, I totally understand now. I just thinking about the movie and picturing the movie, I didn't picture there to be underwear in the equation. I'd agree. I'd agree. Should we come up with a with a name for our Asian man just so we don't have to refer to him as Asian man the whole time? It's <laughs> probably a good idea. He does have a Playboy bunny tattoo on his arm, so we can call him Hugh. Hugh. Hugh, like Hugh Hefner. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, Hugh works. Yeah, Hugh. Okay. So we have Hugh, and then we have Lindsay, and then we have Jenny. That's that's our order. They are working on getting out of what seems to be a basement in, in Mr. Laser's house here. They crudely figure out some kind of like Viking, you know, row, row type of scenario to, to move in unison. They excruciatingly make it up the stairs a a round set of stairs what are those called i don't know spiral staircase there it is they make it up a spiral staircase which is amazing enough all bleeding and moaning on the way while hugh yells commands from the front they make it up yes there it is it's the most frightening part of the movie i'm not even joking like just hearing his pained yelps of something in a different language that I assume is left, right, left, right. It's just really horrible mixed with the images on the screen. From what I could tell from Mr. Laser on the floor, he had a mark on his neck. It looks like Hugh bit him 
so Hugh's face is covered in blood too. It's it's really horrific. But uh, they make it up the stairs. Creepy guy, Mister Laser here, kind finally comes to, starts to make his way up the stairs as well. Surprise! He's a vampire because on the way up, he licks some blood to give him some extra oomph. Not one of those shine in the sun vampires or one of those sleep in a coffin vampires. Just the kind of vampire that drinks blood for crawling energy as he scurries across the floor crawling towards them they make their way <laughs> were dr laser's legs broken like is that what we're supposed to assume yeah it must have been something like that or he was bitten in, in the neck in a way where he could no longer use his <laughs> legs the bottom part of his legs were paralyzed he had use of the top parts of his legs yeah it makes no fucking sense <laughs> Yeah, there was one scene in particular where they finally made it into the room and he just got to the top of the stairs and he scurries across the hallway so fast. It was that. See, you think that that Hugh was the scariest part. No, this dude scurrying at the at the pace of like a running rabbit was frightening. And then he closes the door with his foot. Yep. So how does the bottom of his leg not work where he can use yeah, it? He to can't walk stand or up. Do anything, but he can, he can, but he can use close it. the door with it. <laughs> he can he can function with it, but he just can't stand on it. <laughs> so so he makes his way into a bedroom after them. They were trying to get through the window with the bottom of a um, bottom of a lamp, and didn't quite get out. But Hugh grabs a piece of glass. Seems like there's going to kind of be a standoff between Hugh and Mr. Laser or Dr. Laser, as we've referred. But then the tables turn. Dr. Laser is just screaming an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. And Hugh gives a speech about how God is punishing him for the things that he has done and then kills himself by cutting his throat with the piece of glass that he grabbed. It's pretty horrific. So now we have a dead hue kind of just leaning down and head into the ground, kind of flamingoing it. <laughs> and we have Lindsay and Jenny, who's looking a little worse for wear. She's starting to get a little gray. She literally is gray. Yeah. Yeah. She, you could tell she's a little malnourished. Is standing there, and it's kind of a face-off for a moment. And then there's a knock at the door. Uh-oh. The police are here. It's not a knock. It's a doorbell that sounds like a phone ringing, and it's so confusing. You're right. I forgot about that. Yes, it is a a frightening ring. And we watch Dr. Laser scurry away, just like he scurried into the room before, into his pool room, the room with a pool in it. He's got a scalpel, and he leans up in the corner just sitting there. Two police officers walk into the house. They split up, searching for... I'd assume Dr. Laser. And one of them throws up. I have no idea why. I would assume maybe the smell in the house. Yeah, it just must smell like rotten bodily fluids in the house. I I have a question, though. Yeah. These two, we're assuming they're policemen. They don't actually, we don't see their badges and they're wearing regular people clothes. That's true. They introduce themselves as police, but whether or not they actually are is a good good point. And they both like look kind of like each other. And it's really like they tried to cast like a B rate and a C rate version of Jim Hopper from Stranger Things. <laughs> Bingo. And they look so similar that it's almost hard to follow the next scenes because as they work their way through the house, you can't tell which one you're looking at. 
Well, one of them's the guy who keeps throwing up. <laughs> yeah, the other that's true. Doesn't. How do we know it's not just both of them throwing up every so often? That's a fair point. <laughs> so supposed quote-unquote police officer number one makes it into the pool and the camera cuts away as we hear a gunshot. Policeman number two goes running in and finds policeman number one in the pool with a scalpel in his neck. We can come back to how that happened. And then Dr. Laser is holding the gun that policeman number one had, shoots policeman number two. As he's falling, he shoots Dr. Laser. Everyone in the pool room is now dead. Two police officers, supposed police officers in the pool. Dr. Laser's beautiful brain splattered all over the wall. How did a man with no leg usage leaning in the corner stab a guy in the neck and take his gun and not only that he ended up 20 feet away yeah and then he somehow stumbles to the other end of the room and falls into the i i would assume that it was just (laughs) that dr lazy just Dr. Lazy. Doctor, he is Dr. Lazy. He's not using his legs when he can <laughs> clearly legs, use legs. Dr. Lazy. I would assume that Dr. Lazy scurried around like the girl <laughs> from the ring. Maybe like scurried up the wall or something and kind of fell down on him from the ceiling. I don't know. Like a centipede. Like a real life centipede. All the ones he had studied up till this point. So we cut back to the girls both still attached to Hugh. Jenny's looking real bad in the back. They both kind of hold hands for a moment, and Jenny dies. A long, it's real tragic. It's real tragic. A long, drawn-out death. Now, here's where you're thinking, oh, thank goodness. I think Lindsay's going to get out of here. <laughs> well, the camera kind of just pans up to her cries and continues to pan up until the sky is showing and the credits start to roll with her cries just echoing out of the background and that's the end it's a real horrible way to end the day like stuck between two dead people and they are connected to your mouth and your anus i i can i can only think of like a few worse things than that yeah you're probably right there's not many other ways or things that would be worse than being in that position But I'm also a little confused, and this might have been more reviewed in the middle of the movie, but is there not, like, if they're stitched to the other person, is there not just, like, the ability for her to, like, cut her stitches with that that glass and disconnect from Hugh and, and Jenny? Thank you. I that was my question. Like I don't understand why they don't just deal with the pain for a moment and just rip the stitches and separate the mouth from the ass. Like Yeah, I'd much like, rather not have lips than be connected to an Asian man's asshole. Seriously, just one good yank and it just yeah. so much easier to get away. Like at the end, why doesn't Lindsay just put both of her feet on Jenny's shoulders and just bang, just like a good kid separated. Yeah, your asshole is going to hurt for fucking a month, but you're but alive. You're free. You're alive. Exactly. Yeah, I was I was very confused by that, and especially when like the introduction of the glass and everything entered. It's like okay, they have an implement that they could for sure use to get out of this. I also when Doctor Laser enters the bedroom when all three of them are still alive, 
Hugh is holding that freaking lamp and puts it down to grab that little piece of glass. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. So you have this crawling dude, like just one good whack on the head, an eye for an eye, a lamp for a lamp, you know? I don't know. This movie was freaking crazy. If you were the second part of the peed, what? Like, it's going to be horrible. There's, I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Well, yeah, there's, there's buts a, about it, but there's a, there's a good uh, there's a good chance that that's probably the worst place to be. Uh, Other than I mean, the fact I, I that she third, ends up the being end. the only one that's alive at the end. The third person is definitely the worst, and the first person definitely has it the easiest. Yeah, I mean that's obvious. Like, but I then don't he know what kills himself. About it. What a douche! What a bitch! So, <laughs> if you were the second sequence, yep. If if it had to go that way, mm-hmm. I was trying to think like what kind of things would I want the front sequence to eat? Because I'm going to have to then eat the remnants of that yep. consummation. There are, are a few things that I could probably think of, but what, what do you got? So one time at my niece's birthday party, I ate like seven brownies. And the next day when I went to the bathroom, it was like straight brownie mix. I think that probably would be good. I'd be into that. Oh, yeah. Just brownie diarrhea. Still a brownie. I was thinking, I mean, something that can offer some something to to do back there at least maybe so either to do (laughs) yeah i mean it's got to be boring maybe some gum yeah there you go because it doesn't actually break down (laughs) yeah give me something to give me something to play around with back here i'm getting bored yeah like an army man like a little plastic army man and then (laughs) that's a that's a whole another thing uh what about corn i could just eat the corn yeah it's true yeah you're, you're you're right the tears of our enemies that's that's it that's the answer Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's almost it's almost like a christmas story where (laughs) does it really (laughs) oh i love that you just made that comparison this movie is basically just like the christmas story guys (laughs) what i mean is in the sense that the does the middle really matter we watched the first part of the centipede we watched the ending part of the centipede but like the middle part of the centipede it just has shit come in and shit go out like we know that in the middle, fucking Mister Doctor Laser creates shoves these humans together. Like what else? Yeah, so that's a a good point. Is that I don't think there could be a whole lot going on in the middle. There's not like a montage of them all having a great time playing in the backyard or something. Yeah, as playing a setup basketball. <laughs> yeah, I I I would assume the only thing that probably happened in the middle that would have been of any import is where did Hugh come from? And I have the answer. Oh, do you? He is. He is the truck driver from the beginning. He's just malnourished. Oh. That's what it is. But where did the truck driver go? That's the other main question. Yeah, that was kind of odd, too, is that, I mean, they introduced this truck driver and he gets shot. Do you think think there was like a first run of of the human centipede that we didn't get to to experience? Perhaps, because I guess also if you're shooting the guy, how can you use, how can you then use him as... we actually don't know if he shoots. That could be a trank dart. Could tranquilize him. Or he just killed him to harvest his skin. And that's what he uses to stitch them together. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he this just m- he needs a really big, long intestine that he shoots through their body to have... like he, maybe, That's another thing. Does he like recreate their digestion? Because obviously, like medically, this can't possibly work for longer than like five days. That's why like, Jenny died. Point, the, well yeah but how is i mean Lindsay is looking like a goddamn tank she's in perfect health but there's no way i mean she's not getting actual sustenance she's only getting 
all the waste from Hugh. Yeah, and she doesn't even get the the satisfaction of pooping. No. Well, I mean, she does. It's I guess, just, but just into into her friend's mouth. Yeah. I, do you so think this is I, where they got the idea for Two Girls, One Cup? Perhaps. Or do you think this movie was a a brainchild of Two Girls, One Cup? No. So I actually looked it up, like what where this idea came from, uh, without looking at details of the movie, and basically the creator Tom Six one day was talking to his friends or joking with his friends about what they should do to someone convicted of uh, being a child molester. And it was to sew their mouth to the anus of a big fat truck, truck driver. And that's how he decided to come up, uh, you know, that led him to come up with the plot of the movie. Oh, so do you think the truck driver scene at the beginning was kind of like a, an ode an to homage. the original idea? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. That is Interesting. He needs some new friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. That's when you need to just sit down and be like, I need I need a new friend group. Today we talked about sewing people's faces to other people's assholes. And now I need to really assess where my life's been, where my life's going, but where am I right now? So where does Hugh come from? Yeah, so I... Don't mind the idea of him morphing from the truck driver. <laughs> My thought is, what if he was just like delivering an Amazon package? Yeah, I do think it was it's probably along the same lines of Lindsay and Jenny. And he he just gets tra- like he just stumbles upon the house. Yeah, you think he also got a flat tire and got molested by a big fat guy and then wandered into the woods and then stumbled upon the house that appears out of nowhere and then as it was raining he knocked on the front window and then the guy said come out and said hey are you here alone is anyone here with you and then he invited him in and then he ended up being the third part of the centipede first part of the centipede but yes well third part is in the the part that that dr laser was missing <laughs> do you think he was there before Lindsay and jenny that's and he just like chronologically dr laser's like well i got him first so he's gonna be in the front yeah He's been here. He's been here for three months waiting for a host. You'd think that you'd want to put the. I do think that you'd want to put the strongest body in the back, though, because they need to. Yeah, but I feel like his arm and leg power in the front to drag the other ones too is important. Let's talk about a little bit about how we would put together a human centipede. Is there any other way? Yeah. So I was thinking the the sequel to this is is the human snake first slither where they just cut off their arms and legs and then they do the same thing of sewing mouths assholes but then they just kind of slither across the floor that we could make that movie dave we can make two million dollars in dvd but you have to wait for three years after it comes out in box office for it to actually make any money i will take that bet the i mean there are literally two sequels to the human centipede we're never doing those movies i don't know i'm into it (laughs) ultimately (laughs) though i i mean the movie really is just about Dr. Laser and his need to experiment. And I also read that this actually, unfortunately, something to this effect happened in concentration camps. No way. Yeah. It's pretty horrible. So that's part of why they made it German. It's pretty bad. Oh, so, so Tom Six's friends are Nazis. Good. That's right. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's obviously about the whole experimentation side of it. And I get it. Like, I like to experiment. But I've just done like regular experiments, like sticking a rusty nail in Coca-Cola or farting on a loaf of bread or, you know, peeing in bottles and freezing them. All all things that everyone should try. Farting on a loaf of bread. (laughs) I've never heard that one. (laughs) 
So you fart on the loaf of bread and then try because the bread soaks up the fart and then you make someone eat the fart sandwich. <laughs> oh man, did you did you feed that to that kid that shot in your backyard? I I wish I had. I wish you I had thought of that. See? Um, yeah, yeah, that would have been a good one. <laughs> so this movie got me thinking. Unfortunately, let's real talk here, guys. I don't like death at all. It frightens me. And this movie, unfortunately, got me thinking, you know, what would be just the worst way to die? And I thought of one that would really suck. Now, here's the thing is that before I saw even a portion of this movie, I would have said, like, drowning. That would suck. Or like being lit on fire like the mother of dragons, but then just not living through it. That would suck. Now I'm thinking like, oh, what if someone abducted me and cut off my arms and legs and then sewed them on to where they were before, but opposite. So my legs were where my arms were and my arms were where my legs were. And then I couldn't really eat because I didn't have any opposable thumbs. So I'd probably die of starvation, but it would take way longer for me than any other normal person because I'm fat and just survive for a few weeks before I actually died. And then if I wanted to walk, I'd have to do a handstand, but I'm too weak to do that. So I'd end up having to crawl around like like Dr. Laser. That shit would or suck. Would you just, or would you just walk upside down like you'd walk with your hands that are now your feet and like, but I guess then all the blood. Yeah, but I'm saying you. that's why I have no upper body strength. I wouldn't be able to do that. Do you be able to do a no, handstand but, all day? No, no, you're not doing a handstand. Your legs are now where your hands are. So you're not doing a handstand. You're using your legs, which are stronger. Yeah, but unless you're like you're Dwayne, walking upside down, unless you're Dwayne the Rock Johnson, your legs have a whole lot more muscle in them than your arms. That's what I'm saying. You're going to be on your legs, but your head is where your penis would be. Like you're walking upside oh, down. Now you got me when you described to my head where my penis is. Now I'm there. You got yeah. it. So so just walking, doing a handstand with my feet, doing a feet stand. <laughs> yeah. And just walking around that's, like that. That's how you'd have to do it. And you'd have to wear a shirt where your bottom part of your body is in mm-hmm. pants, but you'd have to cut a hole in the pant. Well, I guess you could still wear your shirt where you'd normally wear your shirt. If I tried to pants. go into like a gas station, do you think they'd kick me out if I wasn't wearing like... <laughs> <laughs> just because you're not wearing a shirt. Not because you have legs where your arms are supposed to be and you look yeah. like a fucking freak of nature. But if I'm, if I'm not wearing like pants over my legs but with the hole open so i can kind of look out the face hole <laughs> well yeah so you actually that's what you do you would wear pants where your head go but you wouldn't zip your <laughs> pants you just that's where you stick your head out but here's the fun part now is that my penis would be where my head would normally be just just there all so the you time could drape it out of the top of your collar <laughs> yeah i mean i you can't unless i sewed the top of a shirt shut but some everyone they have to have something to look at like a face that would eventually become my face <laughs> i'd look like earthworm jim <laughs> uh, what a great image yeah but that's that's my worst way to die what do you what do you got um i didn't prepare i guess probably like if someone tied me down and said you have to watch eight full episodes of Ellen. Like, that would suck. <laughs> or you have to watch the entire Puss in Boots movie. That'd be pretty bad. That would pretty, that'd be pretty shitty. I hope that we've offered some sort of service to, to you, our listeners, so that you don't have to watch this. You never have to watch this now. 
you don't have to. We've recapped the whole thing. You know it now. So if anyone ever references it, you can reference it and talk about how the arms and the legs get cut off and they that you can just let them know that that's what happens in the middle. And if they don't agree with you, they're wrong. Facts of life. Facts of life. So that was the human centipede. Dave, what are we going to do in two weeks? Yeah, great question. So two weeks, we're doing the human snake. First Slither. No, just kidding, guys. We're going to do The Witcher. We're going to do a TV show. Whoa. Yep. It is on Netflix. It's available and became available a few weeks ago. They dropped an entire season. So what we're going to do this time is we're going to watch the first episode and the last episode and then talk about what happened between those. So we're going to look at a full season of TV. We will do our recaps of the first and last episode. Obviously, we're not going to go scene by scene because that would take way too long. Uh, but we will give a little recap of what happens in the first and last episode. Yeah, but if you want to go check it out, if you have Netflix, go check it out. Watch the whole thing. You have two weeks to binge it if you want. I heard it's pretty good. And we'll uh, we'll be back here in two weeks on January 22nd. That is true. Now, a little bit of housekeeping. We did want to say thank you to you. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, if you can leave a review in Apple Podcasts, you know, tell your friends, share our posts. That helps more than you know. And, you know, we're basically a human centipede ourselves. You, the listener, are the front human. We only go where you take us and we gulp down all of your love. I'm the second body. No, I'm the second body. Dave, you are number three, bud. I'm the caboose. You are the caboose to this human centipede that we call this podcast. Mm. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Definitely hit us up on Facebook, the Center Cut Cast. We have a new page on there. Check us out on Twitter, the Center Cut. Always send us a question. Yeah, send us a question. Our Gmail account is the centercutcast at gmail.com. So for The Witcher, if you've watched it or if you're going to watch it over the next week or two, send us a question. Let us know what you want to talk about so we can go over it. We want you to be on here. But in the meantime, like Lindsay between two corpses, nope, I can't do it. It's not better in the middle this time. I thought it was always better in the middle. Well, I guess she's not dead. It's always better in the center. 